Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast today. This is the Heat Broadcast. I guess you guys can say that this is the Heat Broadcast for tonight, a wonderful Monday, but also kind of a new KLB Double Take episode. I know T, we got T in the studio. We haven't done uh, a, a KLP double take in a in a couple of months, and uh, we we apologize for that for our fan base because simply, obviously, we've we've got two films out there for Prime right now, and been we've been working on our films the past couple of months. That's what we've been. That's how we haven't been doing the KLP double take. Uh, we've have Street Style, a New York culture, and Hardline Second Term available right now on Prime Video, and we've been focusing on that. So that's why we haven't had the crew in the studio and. You know, T and I haven't been doing the KLP Double Take because we've been busy with that. And also, we've been busy with podcasting and the the uh, Beyond Swanky podcast, which that show's coming back this week, by the way. But today's podcast is a little bit different, right? I, I had to give you guys something. This podcast is a little bit different simply because we're talking about the game awards of course jeff Keeley uh was on youtube streaming earlier today and he announced the nominees for the game awards the game awards is set to uh release or to be showed december 8th at the microsoft theater in los angeles can't wait that is a thursday i'm going to be watching the game awards and of course we we probably will do like a klp uh double take after the show and our speculations but this podcast this video podcast is if you will it's a little bit different because i saw a lot of youtubers doing this type of video they're giving their predictions and they're you know kind of gave their predictions already and they they went through their their voting and i wanted to kind of do this as well right because we've got to get in the studio he's behind the camera making sure that we are good on our recording uh, part of it so let's get into it shall we of course uh, i do got to sign in so i don't think i sign in yet but of course this is the game award uh website looks really good by the way that's a very great website that they built um i'm excited for the game awards because there's a lot of things that are going out um we're going to write down we're going to go through um our uh our voting and we wanted to do that as a video here celebrating the world of video games so let's get into it let's not waste no time uh of course it might ask me to like sign in and something so i might have to do the editing out there of course nominees the game awards airs live on and free on thursday december 8th at 7 30 uh, uh, eastern time 4 30 uh, pacific time the air the show airs across all major digital social and gaming platforms around the world so you best believe youtube twitch discord a little bit of twitter i don't know if they're gonna have it for facebook and they might actually have their stream here on their um on their uh website as well so yes 
let's start voting shall we very very excited for that as well um I, I, so there's 31 categories now there's going to be some categories i don't really care too much about right um there's going to be some some uh categories that i'm really going to care about right so right off the bat guys is this where we're starting to the game of the year that's i mean that's the big hey let me just let me fast forward oh okay i guess they're starting with game of the year so I, shoot I, I thought this was going to be the last category but i guess this is the first category so we're not gonna waste no time uh so game of the year recognizing the game a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields of course this is the first category of course you have uh, a plague tale requiem from uh, azobo studios and i'm only reading the studios for game of the year because this this is the biggest award right uh you got a plague tales requiem azubo studios in focus entertainment you got elden ring from from software and bandai uh, namco you got god of war ragnarok from sony santa monica studios and sony interactive entertainment horizon forbidden west for guerrilla games and sony interactive entertainment stray stray is on this list uh blue 12 studios in annapurna and xenoblade chronicles 3 from uh, monolith software and nintendo now a lot of people are are upset about their um about their 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 nominees and their, their categories and the nominees right um a lot of people were very confused about how why stray was in there, right a lot of people were um i i agree right i don't think that this is game of the year per se right uh there is a category for best indie and this game is is nominated for that i think it's it's worthy for the best independent indie type game but for it to be game of the year mm, that's a little tough now these are solely my votes this is solely my opinion uh, before we continue voting uh you know this is not something that's uh is factual fact and a lot of people did say and i agree you know maybe our votes are about maybe 10 to 15 percent right game of the year they're going to go through people who work for gaming critics gaming reviews gaming companies that review video games so um they're going to go to those people heavily the the article writers the people that are experienced writer this is what they do for a living obviously i write video games but that is so not what i do for a living i do a lot of things other things for a living so i don't just write articles for a living that's not how i make my living um so like i say again guys this is solely my opinion but these categories and i'm gonna tell you guys this was this is close right because i played four out of these six right i played elden ring i i'm playing god of war ragnarok right now horizon forbidden west i'm playing right now and stray i have played and beat so i haven't played plague tales record i haven't uh xenoblade 3 i just i haven't got into it so my vote for game of the year i gotta give it to god of war ragnarok and here's why it's well balanced it's well paced the comeback is easy there's a great story forbidden west is a good one right i felt that forbidden west it looks amazing right it's a great game it's long right it's a little long uh I'm, i haven't beat this game because it's just tremendously long a lot of people prefer horizon zero dawn over forbidden west 
Elden Ring I played, I died so many times, it's too hard for me, and I just kind of, I bought it, but it was a game that, you know, I bought, and I thought I was going to like it as much as a lot of people did, I didn't really like it, uh, I I have it on my PlayStation, and I, it, it hasn't been touched since I bought it, and that was about months ago, because it was just too hard for me, God of War has my vote, okay, so, so it's asking me to sign in, uh, so give me a minute guys okay so we're back we had to edit that part out because they they're asking me to sign into my gmail i didn't want to give y'all my my gmail login obviously so like i say god of war ragnarok has my vote okay moving on to the next and i'm just going back real quick to make sure okay so there it is my vote has cast for god of war best game direction this is awarded for the outstanding creative vision and innovation in a game direction and design here are the nominees for that this is just my vote for KOP Entertainment uh, this is not the official vote winners obviously um, Elden Ring and we're not going to read the, the studio because you guys know uh, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West Immortality and Stray of course the best game direction and th- this is hard. This is this this voting part is, is hard. Of course, awarded for the outstanding creative vision and a vision uh, innovation in a game direction and design. Now, I think my vote has to go because we gave God of War Ragnarok Game of the Year, but best game direction, I have to say Horizon Forbidden West, simply because of the direction of it and the design, right? The creativeness in this game is what I would vote for this. Not saying that God of War is not worthy. Obviously, I cast my vote for God of War for Game of the Year. But Horizon Forbidden West has to give my best direction, in my opinion. Moving on, best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game, of course. And some of the, most of these games you got we're gonna see throughout the whole list here. A Plague's Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. When you're talking about a best story driven type of game, my vote goes to God of War Ragnarok. Um, I'm playing the game right now. I haven't beat it, but I really like the narrative. I like the, the characters involved when, when it comes to Cherries and Kratos. I like that story. I like how it's, it's, it's developing into this final finale of this God of War or this reboot, reboot of God of War. Elden Ring is a good gameplay, but there's not really much of a narrative there, right? Horizon Forbidden West has great narrative, but sometimes you can get a little lost in their narrative. Like, you can get really confused about the story. Uh, Plague's Tale Requiem, I'm kind of weaving them out because, honestly, I haven't played that game. So, Immortality, eh, I don't know about best narrative. So, moving on, best art direction for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in its artistic design and animation of course we've got Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West Scorn and Stray and my vote for that best art direction would have to go to God of War simply because of the art the animation style and like the different realms that you're going to so I gotta give that vote uh, Elden Ring has good 
art direction but it's a little too bland for my taste and again this is like i say guys this is solely my opinion um this is not something that's factual uh please comment below if you if you think different i loved that interaction uh just no hate comments please moving on best score and music this is tough right for outstanding music it's uh, inclusive of score original song and or licensed soundtrack of course you got a plague's trail uh plague's tale requiem elden ring god of war ragnarok metal hell singer xenoblade chronicles 3 again this might be a god of war video because i gotta give my vote to god of war ragnarok because that that's that song a blood blood upon the snow bear mcquarrie and hosier that song is phenomenal guys i'm sorry i listened to that song actually on my way to the studio tonight because i listened to that song that song is fantastic hosier's voice in that 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 harmony his whole lyrics in this song bear mccurry's composing is quite amazing metal hell singer i'm not into metal i'm sorry that's why i voted out for metal hell singer because they 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 did more of a, a metal type song i'm not a fan of metal i'm sorry I, people screaming and stuff xenoblades chronicle their songs and their their score it's just kind of generic as well as plague tales requiem is kind of generic uh elden ring does have that good uh has good music but if you're if the category here original or licensed song they went all out they had an actual artist sing their theme song blood upon the snow um that's uh the composer um bear mccreary for god of war that's my vote best audio design recognizing the best in game audio and sound design of course you have call of duty modern warfare you've got elden ring god of war ragnarok gran turismo 7 and horizon forbidden west so my vote for best audio design let's give it to gran turismo i've heard some good things about gran turismo 7 and the the audio sound of the cars and they they really worked hard on that one when you're trying to get the the audio when it comes to the cars so my vote goes out to gran turismo 7 best performance this was a hard one for a lot of youtubers out there tonight of course best performance awarded to an individual for voice acting motion and or performance in capture of course you've got ashley birch uh horizon forbidden west you've got charlotte mcburney from a plague's tale requiem you've got the wonderful christopher judge for god of war you've got men engage immortality and you've got Sonny Soljet for God of War Ragnarok. And obviously, I got to give it to the young buck, Sonny uh, Soljet. He's playing Atreides in this game. And I really like how he stepped it up, right? There was this video I saw real quick. There's a video that I saw of him having some challenges of him playing Atreides as a young kid in god of war the 2018 version there was a lot of troubles for him because this was very new to him he was very shaky and christopher george had to go to him and had to say hey look this is your shot don't blow this right he really stepped up as he hits that that puberty he, he grew up a little bit his dialogue between him and christopher judge kratos and, and atreus's character the characters he really stepped up so i gotta give that vote for this young this young man 
uh, Sonny Soljek, he did really well to play Atreides uh, in God of War. So that's that's my vote. Games for impact, of course, for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. Of course, you've got a memoir blue as dusk falls. Citizen sleeper in link in link extension is forever. You got hindsight and I was a teenage ecologist hopefully I pronounced that right and my vote again is for a thought provoking game with a pro social meeting and message I've got to give it to a dust falls I like it I like how they have the movie element I like how you have to make quick decisions on a timer and then each game voice each decision you made you know it impact the whole story very thought provoking so of course my vote casts out to a dusk falls Good game, by the way. Good game. Best ongoing. Uh, this category, I really don't care about that much. But, of course, Best Ongoing is awarded to a game for outstanding development of an ongoing content that involves the player experience over time. Of course, you got Apex Legends, Destiny 2. I didn't even know people still playing the game. Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and Genshi Impact, of course. Um, best ongoing series for sure. I think I'm gonna give it a Final Fantasy, right? Because that's the game that everybody's talking about the most. Uh, Apex Legends and Fortnite, they, a, a lot of people are just like, okay, yeah, you play that, but yeah, I didn't even know. De- well, we saw the, the this being a category. Destiny 2, mm, there's a few folks still playing that. Genshi Impact is good, right? But I think a lot of people are just not talking enough about Genshi Impact. Not saying that it's a terrible game, it's a fantastic game. But Final Fantasy is a game that everybody talking about. Best Indie for Outstanding Creative and Technical Achievement in a Game Made Outside the Traditional Publisher System. Of course, you've got Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Obviously, duh, I'm giving it to Stray. I played the game. I really like this game for Best Indie. This is a game that's very unique. You're playing a cat. Not saying Sifu wasn't good. Sifu was good, but I got to give it a stray because this is different, right? This is something, a game you have not seen before. We've seen games like, well, not just like Sifu. We've seen fighting games like Sifu, right? Um, I like Sifu's development, how you die and you get older. But Stray, everybody was talking about Stray. I think, yeah, me and you did a... Uh, double take about Stray so we got to give it to Stray haven't played Neon White I think it's a little bit boring in my opinion Cult of the Lamb I haven't played Tunic is a good one right it's a good indie it's really really good but my heart's on Stray because I played Stray and I enjoyed Stray of course best mobile game Uh, for the best game playable on a mobile device i don't play games on mobile i don't my phone just doesn't have enough space with all my film stuff my photography and all my other stuff i don't have space on my phone but i will vote for this um this game is mobile of course you've got apex legend mobile diablo immortal a lot of people had negative reviews by the game genshi impact marvel snap and uh, tower of fantasy best mobile i have to give it to genshi simply because the gameplay mechanics on mobile is pretty good now i play genshi impact on my playstation 5 so i i know that's a little bit unfair uh, i've played apex legend mobile not really huge fan 
Diablo Immortals, they said that that wasn't too good. Uh, Marvel Snap, eh, yeah. Tower of Fantasy, I haven't played, so I gotta give it to Genji Impact. Our next category, and comment below if you're enjoying the video or podcast version of this uh, this special episode, if you will. Uh, best community support, recognizing the game for outstanding community support and transparency and responsiveness, excuse me, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. Of course, you got Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Jeez, I don't know who to vote for in this one because I just, some of these games I just haven't played. Um, I got, I think I'm gonna give it to Swan Final Fantasy because I'm just a fan of Final Fantasy. I know this is kind of an unfair cast, um, but I just, you know, I haven't played most of these games on this list, so we're gonna move on. Uh, innovation, innovation and accessibility, recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the minimum forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by even a wider audiences. Of course, you've got Asdos Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, Last of Us Part 1, and The uh, Quarry. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can cast this vote because... I haven't seen any games that are in this category that I that they recognize for accessibility. Um, so I think I might have to skip this one because I don't know. Yeah, we're going to skip because I don't know uh, about this category. I, I, I haven't seen any of these games that made it easy for accessibility. Um, so I'm going to just skip that and hopefully that's used for someone who actually might have seen that that category but the next category best vr and ar for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality and rest respective of platforms Woo! after the fall uh, among us among us vr bone lab moss book 2 and red matter 2 again another one that again i don't have a vr um, but Mox, Mox Book 2, I heard, was pretty good in VR. Um, so we're going to vote for that one. Best action game. This was a hard one for us. For the get, for the best game in the best, excuse me, for the best game in the action genre, focused on primarily on combat. Now, you have Banyetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and of course, um... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Now, call me biased, guys. But I gotta give it to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in my vote. Because I am stuck on Mission 13, Mission Alone. I hate that mission, right? But there's a lot of comeback, right? There's a lot of comeback. There's a lot of the shooting. There's a lot of the... the um, picking out a, a switch for a bomb. Can somebody tell me how to beat Mission 13? It's called Mission Alone. Somebody comment below because I have no idea. I died so many times. I tried it last night and I got frustrated. I just turned it off. I got so frustrated. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 gets my vote for best action game. Best action adventure game. This is for the best action adventure game. Combine it, come back with a traverse and puzzle solving. Of course, you got a Plague's Trail, Requiem, God of War, Ragnarok, 
uh, Horizon Forbidden West Stray and Tuning these two games I just don't know how they got nominated in this category for best action and adventure game but sure but I gotta give it to color, uh, excuse me, God of War Ragnarok right because there's a mix of action but adventure and puzzle solving guys I got puzzled in some of the puzzles right so that's my vote Moving on to best role-playing game for the best game design with rich player character customizations and progression, including a massive multiplayer experience. Of course, you've got Elden Ring, Live Alive, or Live Alive, uh, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, uh, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Of course, best role-playing game. Obviously, I'm going to give that to Triangle Strategy. I played... Well, I played the demo of that game. I haven't played the full game uh, quite just yet. Uh, I haven't played my Switch in a while, but I've tr- I played the demo of this one. I like the strategy... Triangle Strategy and Octopath uh, Traveler. They're, I know they're two different games, but they're kind of in the same kind of realm. Those are really, really good for role-playing. And anything Square Enix does... That, that's their category role playing since here Live Alive is also from Square Enix as well but I gotta give it to Triangle Strategy that's that's very role playing best fighting game for the best fi- excuse me for the best game designed primarily around head to head combat of course the nominees are D and F Duel JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle All Star Battle R King of the Fighters uh XV, I don't know what, I should know that number. 15? It might be 15. Multiverse and Sufu. Of course, for the best fighting game. And for the best fighting game, we gotta, let's give it to Multiverses, right? Because that's the game everybody's playing and it's very unique. They got kind of the Super Smash Brothers kind of thing to it, but it's, I can't say it's better than Super Smash Brothers. That's not what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's better than Nintendo All-Stars Brawl, though. Um, so we're going to give it to multiverses. I feel like King of the Fighters is kind of the same. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is kind of something we've seen already before in these type of fighting games. Um, but again, you know, we got to give it to multiverses. Best family for the best family appropriate for family play. Of course, in in, res- in respective of genre and platform, of course, you've got Kirby and the Forgotten Land. You got Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, Mario Rapids: Sparks of Hope, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon Three. I think if you're looking for the best family family oriented, right? I got to give it to Star Wars. Uh, the Skywalker Saga. I played the game for PlayStation 5. I genuinely enjoy it. It's really, really fun. And I think it's best for family oriented. Not saying that Kirby Forgotten Land wasn't bad. It was fantastic. I played it, but I saw a video. But it's more, it's a platformer, but for best family, right? You got to think about the family. This game has your, your Star Wars, but as a quirky, corny, jokey type of vibe to it. So that's where my vote lies. Best sim or strategy. This is the best game focused on real time or turn-based simulation and strategy gameplay. And respite and that word is kicking my ass right now. Irrespective for platform. Of course, you got Dune, Spice Wars. You got Mario and Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Total War, Warhammer 2, Two Point Campus, 
and Victoria 3. Now, when you're thinking about sim, simulation, right? You got to give it to Two Point Campus. I haven't played this game. I do want to try this game. Sega's developed this game, the Two Point Studios. I played on Game Pass Two Point Hospital, and I genuinely enjoy Two Point Hospital uh, because you're running a hospital. With this game, you're running a campus. And I probably will pick this game up when it comes on sale, maybe for the Switch, because I, you guys know, I work at a campus, <laughs> Emory University. So it's, that's why this game is very fitting to me. Two Point Campus gets my vote. Best sports racing game, of course, for the best traditional or, excuse me, traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. Of course, you got F1 22, you got FIFA 23, you got NBA 2K 23, Gran Turismo 7, and Oli Oli World. I'm torn. I played Gran Turismo. I haven't played Oli Oli World. I'm not a fan of F1, right? So I'm torn between these two, FIFA 23 and NBA 2K23. Because I played both. Not Well, I played NBA and FIFA before. I haven't played the, the current games before yet. Um, but I think I'm going to give it to FIFA 23. Because I play FIFA more than I do 2K. Not saying that I don't like both. I, I play both and I enjoy both. I really do. But I'm more of a soccer guy than I am a basketball guy. Just a little bit. Now, I like both. I watch both. I produced both. Broadcast both. In college. But FIFA gets my vote. Because I play FIFA more than I do NBA. Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design. Including co-op and massively multiplayer experience. Uh, and respirate... That word's kicking my. I'm just gonna skip over that word. T. And the game genre of platforms, of course, you've got Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, which I heard didn't do well, <laughs> uh, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Now, if you're looking for best multiplayer, right? Multiplayer in our online co-op, we gotta give it to Multiverses, right? Because if you're thinking about multi, looking, you're looking at the multiplayer. You're looking at co-op. You're looking at online. With Call of Duty, sometimes online is not always the greatest. Right? I heard Overwatch 2 didn't sell well. So I got to give it to Modiverses. Content creator of the year. I'm going to skip over this because I really don't care. I'm not saying that these two ain't valid. I really don't care about that. Best debut indie. For the best debut game created by an independent studios, you got Neon White, Narco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Obviously, I'm going for Stray. That game is just fantastic, guys. It, it is what it is. That game is fantastic for it to be an indie. That has made a lot of money debut, and Blue 12 Studios said, this is what we're working on, and everybody was so damn intrigued because it was so different, right? That's why it's casting my vote for best indie debut. Best adaptation, of course, recognize the outstanding creative work that uh, faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. So basically what this is saying, videos, video games that turned into movies, 
uh, or animations arcane league of legends cyberpunk edge runners i heard that was pretty good i might, probably will watch that tonight a netflix cup the cuphead show sonic the hedgehog 2 and uncharted uncharted you ain't gonna get my vote because i okay so uncharted was not too bad right i i enjoyed the movie Yes, it was odd to have Tom Holland to play Drake and Mark Orgor to play Sully. That's a little bit different for me. So, I think, obviously, it's because I'm a Sonic fan. I gotta give it to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 because you've got Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. You've got a lot of things that's really creating from the, the Sonic franchise the most. Or video game franchise the most. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has my vote. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I haven't watched that yet. Um, if they would have made that more of a like a real life show somehow, then maybe. But you just made it into another anime, right? Sonic Two. This is real life, and they put a lot of work into this movie, and it sold really well, by the way. Most anticipated game recognized. All announced game that has demonstrated uh, demonstrated. Uh, illustrated potential to push the game medium forward. Of course, this Final Fantasy 14. Uh, I'm probably gonna get smacked for that. Hogwarts Legacy. Well, so Final Fantasy, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. One game that's not gonna have my vote is, is Resident Evil 4. Uh, okay, uh, it's good that they remade it and it looks really good, but okay, we've seen that before. Um. My most anticipated game. Um, this is hard because this is very hard. I know my vote's not going to Resident Evil Four because we played something like this before. Um, Legend of Zelda. I don't think it's anticipated because we all knew that this was. We all knew that. Well, we all knew all these games were coming, but okay, we okay. I gotta rule out Legend of Zelda just a little bit because it's like. We, I played the first one, right? So it's it's going to be the same as the first one, just a little bit different, right? Um, I think I'm gonna give this one to Starfield because this game is different. I gotta see about because I have my Xbox, but I don't have a Series X. I have a PlayStation Five, so I'm gonna give it to this because this is something very very unique. Um, that's different. Um. Actually, no. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to give it to Hardware's Legacy. Because that's a game I know that I'm going to pick up and try. I feel like Starfield is going to be a good one. But it's your first person type shooter. We, we've seen that before in Call of Duty, Battlefield. Um, you know, we've seen that before. Final Fantasy. We've seen gameplay like this. This might be different. Hardware's Legacy is different. Right? And that's why I'm, I recanted my vote. And giving that vote to Hardwood, Hard Hardwood's Legacy because it's different. We'll pick that up and I'll, I'll try it when it comes out in February. Best esports game, of course. Uh, this is a game that uh, best game that has delivered the overall esports and experience to players exclusive of tournaments, communities, support, and content updates. Uh, of course, of genre and platforms. Of course, you've got Counter Strike Global Offensive. Uh, Dota 2, League of Legends, excuse me, League of Legends, Valorant, and Rocket League. Of course, 
if you're talking about esports, I got to give it to Rocket League. I played Rocket League. I played it Rocket League with some of my friends, and we genuinely enjoyed the game. And they're also just adding stuff to Rocket League. It's very esporty, so that's my vote. Best esports athlete, I don't give a flying crap about that. Best esports team, I don't give a flying crap about that either. Best esports coach, I don't give a, a crap about that either. I mean, not saying that all of these are not valid, um, but I don't care about these these esports events and the esports teams, and I, I don't care about any of this stuff when it comes to the esports teams or events. I, I just don't care. So that has been it. Um, I voted about thirty of these categories um right so i cast my vote for 25 out of 31 uh leaving that the remaining six or categories i just don't really care about um i think they might have to you have to vote something to to move on um but they should have made the game of the year thing the, the last category but it was the first so um it all goes down to the game of the year right that's when that's the biggest finale right and as always, my game of the year cast vote was placed for God of War Ragnarok because I know a lot of people is a battle between Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. It's, it's these two, right? Forbidden West been out for a while. And a lot of people played it. A lot of people beat it. A lot of people are just not talking about Horizon anymore, right? It's a great game from Guerrilla Games. Not saying that it's a terrible game. It's a great game. But everybody is still talking about Elden Ring. And Elden Ring came out in March, Right? Everybody's going to be talking about God of War Ragnarok for a while. So that's why God of War Ragnarok gets my vote. I really want them to win. I think they did win 2018's uh, Game of the Year. So it would be really cool if they won again, right? So God of War gets my vote for sure. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this special podcast. I had so much fun screen recording our screen and giving you guys something, a podcast uh, for today as well, but also critiquing and give you guys my cast votes for the game of the year. We look forward to December 8th as we watch the game of the year or watch the game awards and really enjoy the show. And I'm um, going to give you guys my predictions and my, my expectations. I'm going to give you my predictions at a later podcast, and then I'm going to give you my reaction after the game of the year uh, or excuse me, game the game awards event on later on that 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 weekend so i cannot wait for that so that's going to wrap it up here in our special podcast the the heat broadcast and another episode of the klb double take by the way i gotta thank our cast crew t he's making sure uh we're streaming we're, we're recording good and we sound good too so thank you t for coming in and helping me out with this video as always please remember to like comment and subscribe if you're watching this video on youtube again don't forget to hit that bell notification so that way you guys don't miss that we've been uploading and we've been doing our thing if you're watching the show on all major platforms or you're listening to the show uh, on all all audio platforms thank you so much we really appreciate it share it with your friends so that way you guys don't miss uh, new content from us as your host our cast and crew as always i got like to say stay safe stay swanky peace